the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. These children are influenced to believe that they may be the wrong gender. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. Because I know that lots of people have had it up to here. They have had it up to here with this agenda, with the targeting of their children. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here Monday through Friday on the word Columbus at 10:20 a.m. Eastern Time and also be sure to check out all our resources about the culture's influence on our kids, our faith and our freedom and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. How can the ordinary American make a difference in the public schools? Well, as the turmoil at school board meetings is showing, it turns out we can make a lot of constructive noise and a lot of difference. Does that make you, mom and dad, domestic terrorists? The Biden administration would like for you to be intimidated by such bullying and name calling and stop going to school board meetings and stop caring. But my guest today might have a few things to say about all this. Rebecca Friedrichs is the founder of Four Kids and Country. That's fourkidsandcountry.org, and she's the author of Standing Up to Goliath and a 28-year public school teacher who led the fight against the divisive tactics, politics, and corruption of teachers' unions as the lead plaintiff in Friedrichs versus CTA And her Supreme Court case paved the way for a precedent-setting ruling which freed all public sector employees from forced unionism. So welcome back to Mission America Radio, Rebecca. I'm so delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, it's great to have you on again. It's been over a year, I know, and 
I've been following what you've been doing and wow, everything has, has the whole country is lit up now with what's going on at school boards and we have so much to cover. So we will try to cover it in the time we have, you know, just give me, I'm just going to throw this out to you. Give me your general thoughts are parents who ask questions at school board meetings a dire threat to America? Are we domestic terrorists? Wow. Parents are so necessary. Parents are the ones who've been given the authority to raise and educate their children. And America is great because of great parents. So absolutely not. Parents are not domestic terrorists. In fact, to call them domestic terrorists is that's the real problem. Uh, we have a, a government problem overreach here, and I hope parents will not be frightened. I hope they will keep standing up and speaking out. Thank God we have parents coming to our school board meetings now. Yes, and it's become, as we can see in this uh, a recent election, it's become a what's happening at school board meetings, which used to be, you know, humdrum and routine has become a national and state campaign issue, as we saw in Loudoun County. Give us your thoughts about that and the uh, effect on the elections. Yeah, well, I'm so thrilled about what happened in Virginia last week. Uh, It's obvious that you can't abuse America's children or the mama bears and papa bears are going to come out and fight. And thank God they did. And, And I think the whole reason that Virginia... Uh, you know, elected conservative leaders to run their state is because of what was going on in the school board meetings in Loudoun County. I think they're the leaders of of this fight and uh, such an important fight. And thank God that these parents are fighting because America is really close, really close to losing our liberties, uh, our liberties that come from God, that our founders, uh, uh, you know, set up for us. And thank God these parents are fighting to restore them. Thank God. Well, yes. And, you know, what's happening in school boards, and I want to talk about this, uh, I mean, in in the public schools, I want to talk about this in detail a little more, but it's becoming a national security threat, the kind of brainwashing that's going on in our public schools. But let's let's hold on that thought. What I want to do now is uh, uh, I want to play a clip of a portion of a press conference and a protest that you uh, participated in recently in front of the National School Boards Association headquarters, which, you know, six, nine months ago, people would have said, how boring does that sound? This obscure group has come to the forefront here, and you went with a group called Moms for America and a whole bunch of education leaders. So I want to play a clip of what you said, and then I want you to expand on it. So let's play clip number one. No longer are we ignorant of the fact that our children are being indoctrinated by a racist, sexually explicit, anti-American, anti-family, anti-decency agenda pushed by union-controlled activists masquerading as public servants. So just expand, uh, Rebecca, expand on that great uh, statement. Well, yeah, basically, these horrible things have been going on in our schools for a long time. Critical race theory, the the over-sexualization of our children, this gender ideology, all kinds of anti-American curricula have been going on for a long, long time, but parents were not aware. So what I was saying there is, is, thankfully, 
we're no longer asleep. Parents have awakened. The, uh, as you said, nobody knew who the National School Board Association was, you know, a month ago, but they pridefully uh, came out and attacked parents, and now we know who they are. And now because of COVID and all of the different things that have gone over on during the last two years, parents seeing what's being taught in the classrooms, we're no longer ignorant, and parents are fighting back. Yeah, it, it's like, uh, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years, and we can't, the big thing has been parents get involved, get involved. It's like God used the COVID issue to draw back the curtain so that parents could see, and then things have just, and then, of course, with the uh, extreme uh, tactics of the Democrats in power, people have had it. I mean, I think they've just, they just know now what the NSBA is all about and the teachers unions as well, which you uh, have been on the forefront for five years. Has it been, Uh, how long has your organization been going? Uh, We, yeah, our organization started in 2018 and we brought our lawsuit in 2013. Um, But I saw the teachers unions and their problems when I was a student teacher watching a, a teacher abuse children. And then the teachers unions defended her. So you've been on the front lines of this, too, for a really long time. And, uh, you know, now we just pray that people start to connect the dots, that all of these nasty things we're seeing in the schools and that the Democrats are pushing, they're all funded and lobbied for and pushed by the so-called teachers unions and the National School Board Association and these other government unions. So hopefully people will start waking up to that and we'll have a mass union exit so people will stop funding the, you know, our enemies. Yeah, you uh, you also said at the uh, Moms for America protest that the uh, together the NSBA and the teachers unions are the biggest bullies in our schools. They use mafia like tactics to terrorize teachers who refuse to toe the union line. Now, tell us just a, give us a little clip uh, of a picture of how the teachers unions work to pressure teachers within schools to go along with their very far left uh, agenda. Oh my goodness. Uh, Let's just start with the sex ed here in California. When, when the teachers unions wrote the sex ed law, uh, they wrote in there that if teachers are not qualified to teach this gender and over-sexualization of children, then we'll bring in the experts. What that really means and what's happening here on the ground is teachers say, I would never teach that to a child. So then Planned Parenthood is brought into their classroom and the teacher is told, uh, you know, go outside. Planned Parenthood's going to abuse the kids while the teacher can do nothing about it. They complain to the union. The union's behind it. The teachers are just horrified that the children are being damaged. Uh, that's just one example. I know teachers who have been chased out of the classroom, who've been um, falsely accused of harming children when they did nothing wrong, and that was just because they didn't want to be a union member or just because they spoke up against a policy pushed by the unions. So teachers have been bullied for a really, really long time. The extreme bullying we see in our country right now, uh, really against conservatives and Christians, teachers have been under that dark cloud for decades so um thankfully others are seeing it now and i pray that people will stand together with good teachers and fight against this wicked agenda and uh you know fight to to uh to get our schools back and our country back you said uh also in this speech and i've you know seen this before uh comments about the this is beginning to resemble 
outright Marxism and the communist playbook where they they have disinformation campaigns. They use intimidation tactics. They will ruin you. The cancel culture. Uh, expand on that a little bit and what you've seen. Oh, yeah, I've seen a lot, and it, it's more than just resembling. Um, a, a lot of folks might not realize that in 1963, we had something read into our congressional record, the 45 goals of the Communist Party, and those goals were to undermine our free republic. And goal number 17 is really troubling. It's get control of the schools, use them as transmission belts for socialism and communist propaganda, soften the curriculum, get control of teachers' associations, Put the party line in textbooks. And then there's a whole bunch of other goals, too, like, you know, uh, pushing, break down cultural standards of morality, um, you know, uh, uh, undermine parents, literally, uh, um, discredit the family as an institution, and all kinds of horrific things. These have been going on in our schools, and it's the unions, the government unions, that literally are the transmission belts of pushing this uh, a negative, anti-family, anti-God, anti-American agenda uh, through our schools to indoctrinate our children to literally undermine our republic. This is huge, and uh, our founders told us the only way to keep a free republic is with a well-educated and moral citizenry that can self self-govern. So that's why our schools were so important, and we taught morals, and we had the Bible in our schools and prayer in our schools, and really good education, including phonics. And so the unions have literally come in and undermine all of this good stuff in order to uh, undermine our republic. It's a big deal. If you're just joining us, friends, we are talking with Rebecca Friedrichs, who is the founder of Four Kids and Country, and that's fourkidsandcountry.org, the author of Standing Up to Goliath, and she talks about the influence of the teachers' unions in our school, and she was a lead plaintiff in a major case that went before the Supreme Court, and so because of her work, we now are free of public sector employees having to join the unions, pay dues into these unions and have them uh, advocate virtually nothing but very far left tactics. We've got about a minute before we've got to take a break, uh, Rebecca, uh, just on the issue of critical race theory and the um, radical racial politics. The NEA has been on that, promoting that. How could they say there's no CRT in schools? They've been promoting this for several years blatantly. Tell us a little bit about what you've seen there. Uh, yeah, I've seen critical race theory in our schools for a long time and other anti-American curricula. A lot of it came through in uh, the Common Core. And um, the, the, the NEA claiming that they're not pushing CRT into our schools, all I can say is they're liars. They lie about a lot of things, and they're lying about this. And uh, parents across the country aren't suddenly standing up against something that doesn't exist. Why would they do that? For years, parents weren't going to school board meetings. They see something very wrong. Their children are being abused. Uh, they see that their country is being attacked from within, and they're standing up. And so uh, the teachers' unions can lie all day long, but we all see through their agenda, and, and we're ready to, to fight back. Yeah, they passed a resolution just this past July, and then they quickly took it down from their website promoting CRT well, in schools. So, yep, that's what they do. Once they get so, caught, uh, they pull it down. Yes, they took it down to hide it after because they know that, that that doesn't fit their narrative that, oh, they're not being taught in schools. We're talking with Rebecca Friedrichs, and we will continue this talk about uh, this topic about 
uh, what's going on in the public schools and with somebody who's really been on the front lines trying to wake people up and parents indeed are awake and we are so so happy about that and we just have to pray and go in the right direction this is linda harvey on mission america radio please stay with us we will continue this topic and also the topic about should christians leave the public schools this is a big topic these days don't go away we'll be right back Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking today about our parents, uh, domestic terrorists, when they go to the school board meetings and start asking questions. And uh, are we turning into a, a police state where the FBI is going to start beating down your door if you just uh, stood up at the podium at your last uh school board meeting and and questioned the teaching of critical race theory, which the concepts behind that are indeed being taught throughout Ohio, throughout schools in the country. We can prove it. We got lots of examples on our website. We're talking with Rebecca Friedrichs, who's the founder of Four Kids and Country. That's four, F-O-R, kidsandcountry.org, author of Standing Up to Goliath. And she has done uh, amazing things in educating people around the country about the harm of the teachers unions and these radical groups that are influencing our schools. So Rebecca, one of the big things that comes up over and over again is the concept of pulling Christians, pulling their children or anyone whose conscience is bothering them about what's going on, pulling their children out of the public schools. I want to play you a clip which went viral um, of a really well-spoken dynamic mom uh, who spoke at the uh, Family Research Council meeting recently about that topic. She also happens to be African-American. She made a, a, a real statement on on um, uh, YouTube uh, and her, at her school board meeting when she stood up against critical race theory in her Jacksonville, Florida school. So let's play this this clip. I really think at this point, the only thing to do is have a mass exodus from the public school system. That's it. And she got a standing ovation. Uh, they The applause went on and on and on. What do we do about this? Rebecca, I said before earlier, we needed to talk about the issue of the, the formation of um, the, the seditious elements being formed in our public schools. Tell us what, what you think about this. Yeah, well, I agree with this mom 100%. I think we need a mass exodus out of our public schools, not only of the children, but of the great teachers. Um, To me, our public school system is so completely corrupted. It's run by government unions. Why would you run an educational establishment by labor union leaders who have a, a really horrible agenda in mind and who want to indoctrinate your children in order to destroy your freedoms? So in my opinion, our schools are are not fixable, our public schools, and um, I think the the greatest thing parents can do is pull their children out. And great teachers, oh my goodness, wouldn't it be wonderful if great teachers started setting up co-ops with parents or uh, setting up 
private schools or if churches started opening schools or if we went back and had some one-room schoolhouses again. Uh, All of these things are possible. There's all kinds of ideas. I volunteer with an organization called Public School Exit, and this is what they uh, specialize in. They help connect parents to teachers, and they help teachers to get training to open up different kinds of schools. And homeschooling, my goodness, America was built on homeschoolers. And um, the, it's the teachers' unions who put out this message to America and said, oh, parents aren't the experts. Parents can't teach their kids. That's a lie. They put that out there because they wanted control and power. They wanted to get money from all the educators. You know, their motives are wrong. Their motives are evil. So it's time for us to pull our kids out of these evil schools and to develop great schools for them and to do it together without these um, imposters invading and, and taking over our schools. You know, and here's here's uh, I absolutely agree with you. My here's my concern, and I know you've heard this before. Those schools are still going to exist, and I, I suspect that the vast majority of the Antifa members and the radical uh, people that want to riot and, and destroy our our country through the organization Black Lives Matter or any other group out there with a with a harmful agenda that's aimed on destruction. They learned these these uh, seditious ideas in the public schools. So it, it would, wouldn't it be ideal if people Christians pulled their kids out of the public schools but still stayed engaged at the school board level to uh, because they were taxpayers. I mean, do you see that as an ideal? That's what I see anyway. Well, I I mean, if our taxes are going to have to fund the schools and those public schools are going to remain, then absolutely we must be involved. We must be on those school boards. We must work to get the unions out and get the special interests out and turn those schools back into what they are supposed to be, you know, centers of education and not indoctrination. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I do believe, though, that if more people start starting schools and there is competition, then these public schools, are, you know, they're going to close down because who's going to want to go to a play, you know, a school where they're harming your children? Um, yeah. And and Black Lives Matter is pushed by the teacher unions. So again, I always go back to that: it's getting those unions out. If we can get the unions out, we can fix those schools. Yeah. You know, okay, uh, we've only got a couple of minutes. I want you to be able to spend some time to tell people if, if they're school staff or teachers listening or if they are close to these people who are in, in the schools, tell us how the good teachers can leave the unions. And there are so many good teachers and great teachers, and they're trapped in a corrupt system. The way they can leave the unions, it's very simple. They just come to our website, forkidsandcountry.org. Click on the menu item, Union Exit. Everything they need to know is there. They can click on uh, Opt Out in 50 States and their walkthrough, how to opt out. Uh, If they end up needing legal help, we partner with another group that can help them with that. Teachers are mostly afraid because they believe they need liability insurance, and they know when they leave the unions, they, they lose the union's insurance. Well, on our website under that menu item, Union Exit, we show them alternative uh, private organizations that provide liability insurance for educators it's double the coverage it's better coverage and it's a fraction of the price so they don't need the union liability insurance and then we also have on their uh, frequently asked question toolkit 
for teachers who are afraid. Some of them have been told that they'll lose their um, uh, their contract or something if they opt out. That's not true. Those are just fear tactics that the unions use. So we hope that people will come to ForKidsInCountry.org and, and learn how to be freed from unions and, and their abuse. I urge, even if you're not a teacher or know a teacher or close to a teacher, I urge you to go to Rebecca's website and get this book, Standing Up for Goliath, Standing Up to Goliath. It is unbelievable, uh, the stories you tell. Rebecca, I'm asking my audience to pray for you and your efforts and pray about this whole issue. And thank you so much for what you're doing. Oh, I thank you. And their prayers mean the world. And they can also, on our website, we have something called Adopt a Teacher. And so all those folks can, if you know a teacher, it takes three minutes to learn how to love on them and and help them. Great. So thank you. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And just remember, friends, we can do this. With God, all things are still possible. Do your homework. Do not give up. And let's keep praying. I hope you have a really good day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.